I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. You ever get tired of that song? No, never, actually. <laughs> That's just, I was actually just got kind of mesmerized by it. I was about ready just to <laughs> sing the next verse. <laughs> Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we've got producer, sound guy, and again, the Dr. Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah out be, from behind the curtain. That's right. It's the streamlined crew tonight. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I'm going to say that tonight we're a podcast because we watched some guests walk in here with beer. So that, we're a very excited podcast tonight. <laughs> yes. Teachers by day, dr beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer. And you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. And sign up for our membership. You get premium content like Whiskey Wisdom with Father Joe at buy me a coffee. Click the link on the website. And make sure to stop by our uh, ILB swag store on the, at our online store and get some ILB swag. And then there's links to both buy me a cup of coffee and the ILB store on our website's homepage, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. And then I'll, of course, find and follow us on social media at ilikebeerthepodcast.com on Instagram. Or just ilikebeerthepodcast on Instagram. And ilikebeerthepo one. And ilikebeerthetaw one on Twitter. We have a full studio today. We want to welcome back to the show our friends from the team, the team from South O Brewing, the whole team, the whole Trevor, team. Joel, and Maury. Welcome. Yeah. Hey, Thank how's you. it going? Yeah, welcome you. to the studio. It's good to see you. What do you think of our place? We've been to your place. <laughs> this is beautiful. I love nice. it. It's really cool. It's a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in like someone's garage or like, in a house. Like, I was going to be sitting on someone's like dirty old couch. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. We've been there. We've this, been there. This is really nice. <laughs> we we uh, upgraded, but I do kind of miss sitting around Joe's dinner table. Uh, that that was that was fun, and, and with the, the dinner that came with it after yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah. was always with the nice. sound of the dogs walking click 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 across the wood floor. That was a thing. Excellent guests, they bring beer, like you said. Oh, so yeah. I, I we should start. What do you yeah. want to start us with? Uh, well, as soon as we walked in, you guys were asking about our new Mexican lager, so I think surprise, we should probably surprise. start with that. Let's uh, do it. It's about four point seven percent alcohol, I think, and. It's not a very traditional Mexican lager. We kind of threw in some other things you wouldn't normally see. Uh, the main thing being a New Zealand hop called Motueka, which is known for having kind of a lime zest quality. So just a little dusting or smattering of that hops without actually adding any lime to the beer. You kind of get this hint or aftertaste of lime in the beer. Um, we threw in about 20% corn. Other than that, it's just a clean, refreshing... Easy drinking beer. So let's, yeah. Let's open it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it <laughs> smells good. But you're right, it doesn't smell like a it doesn't smell like a traditional Mexican lager. Mm -hmm. What's what else is going yeah. on in the nose there, Maury? Um it's Pilsner malt, corn, those Motueka hops. Um, beer is yeah. called Loma Alta as well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, beer is called Loma Alta. Loma Alta, yeah, named after the creek that goes into Buccaneer Park in Oceanside. Nice. 
Oh, that's delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very good. It's kind of good summer beer here coming up. Yeah, as it starts to get warmer, it's got a little bit of that cracker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the Pilsner malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. We're trying to. The thing about Mexican lagers is it's not really a style. It's if you go on to Mexico, Pacifico and Modelo, what they're actually making is like German lagers and German pilsners. Right. A lot of uh, Germans fled to Mexico during World War II and all that stuff. So that's why you get their kind of like polka style music down there. And all their beer is very like German inspired. So it's, uh, it seems like in San Diego, there's a kind of a new push for Mexican lagers in the craft beer scene. And so it's almost like San Diego has developed this new style called Mexican lager where they're putting corn in it, using a lot of the noble hops and Pilsner malt. But it's it's more so a style in San Diego than it is actually in Mexico, it seems like. Well, this yeah. is a delicious start for our podcast. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers. 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 And now that we all have a beer in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Sound guy Tom's not here, but he has really important news to share. Tom, take it away. Thanks, guys, and I'm sorry I'm not there in the studio, but I wanted to share some great news with a series of toasts that are all tied to my 12-year-old niece, Sabina, whom Tina and I went to see recently. The first and most important toast obviously goes out to Sabina. Last year, I shared with all of our listeners that Sabina, my brother Sean's daughter, was stricken with osteosarcoma, which is a form of bone cancer. Well, since you were first diagnosed, Sabina, you have been nothing but the tower of strength with your PMA, positive mental attitude, always cutting through the pain and the challenges of the initial treatments, the knee replacement surgery, and then yes, still more treatments, all the while enduring all of this with a smile on your face. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy and excited to report that a couple weeks ago, Sabina finished her treatments and rang the bell to celebrate her accomplishments in her battle with cancer. Tina and I joined her and the rest of the family for a fantastic weekend with family and friends to celebrate. So a big toast to you, Sabina, warrior princess. You are truly amazing and an inspiration to us all. My second toast goes out to my brother, Sean, his wonderful and fantastic wife, Kate, and their younger son, Charlie. You've all been a rock of a family for Sabina. The countless weeks in the hospital with one of you always there supporting and helping her during the treatments the weeks at home after the surgery. I don't know how you guys did it, but you did it, and I couldn't be more proud. The next toast goes out to my sister Susie, who traveled to be there several times to support and help with Charlie, go to the store, get groceries, buy him a punching bag, yes, a punching bag, or whatever else was needed during her stay. I'm blessed to have such a wonderful sister. Love you, sis. Another toast goes out to the doctors, nurses, and staff at OHSU Dornbecker Hospital in Portland, Oregon for taking such great care of Sabina and the family through this adventure. Couldn't have done it without you. Next up is the Children's Cancer Association of Oregon. One of the many cool things that they do for their patients and their families is offer them an opportunity to stay at the Alexandra Ellis Caring Cabin out on the Oregon coast. Built in 2006, the Caring Cabin is nestled on 24 acres of surrounding woods with plentiful wildlife and a serene lake with its very own rowboat, a cool game room, meditation room, fire pit, outdoor playset. It was just a fantastic experience and a great place to relax and join in the peace and serenity of nature and life. 
Tina and I had the privilege of joining Sabine and the rest of the family out at the caring cabin that weekend. And it was just a wonderful experience to relax and enjoy the peace and serenity of nature and life. So a big thanks to the Children's Cancer Association for a great escape and letting us celebrate Sabina's victory with family and friends in a truly amazing and wonderful place. And of course, what kind of beer podcast would this be if I didn't toast a brewery or a beer? In this case, I want to give a big thank you and shout out to the team at the Pacific City Brewery in Pacific City, Oregon. Marie, Whitney, Stephanie, thank you all for taking such great care of a party of 15 on a busy Saturday night. And props to the chef for personally bringing out a special dessert for Sabina. The brewery itself is right on the beach and has an amazing view of the coastline, and they have a great variety of beers, specifically the Tsunami Sout and the Sea in Red that received Shawshanks from me, the latter of which is spelled S-E-A apostrophe N red. So Brother Sean is a fan, as you can imagine. And I'll close this out with a combined roast and pour one out for cancer. You messed with the wrong girl. Here's to you, Sabina, Warrior Princess. Cheers. I think that should do it. What do you think, Tom? I think so. I don't. I don't think I can follow that. So no, we're not following. We're, done. we're not. We're, done. Try, we're not yeah. even trying. I think it just played the outro music, ladies and gentlemen. This has been toast, roast, and pour one out. And a word from our friend Ryan. Hey everyone, the Roast West Coast Coffee Podcast is back for season four. Coffee, entrepreneurship, and coffee education. Listen to the show on your favorite podcast platforms or subscribe to the newsletter at roastwestcoast.com and we'll send it to you every time a new episode drops. Be sure to drink good coffee and don't forget to subscribe at roastwestcoast.com. All right, South O Brewing. Last time we sat down with you, it was just, I think, two days before your grand opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a busy place. So you, yeah. you guys were nice enough to take an hour or so to sit with us and share beer and stories with us, but it was busy. We had people yeah. putting labels on cans and oh, yeah. cl- cleaning up, and uh, we've been back a few times as patrons, but looks like it's all going well. How, how are things at South O? Yeah, th- things are really going well. Um, I'd say that initial grand opening was, um, we, we might even call it an explosion uh, <laughs> or in the a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, we we had uh, we we don't know how many people came out that day, but really big community support, and that's what we wanted. That's what we we want to represent uh, in our neighborhood. So we're really excited to see that happen, and it's just kind of continued from there. So we just keep rolling, uh, always meeting people, uh, new people from the neighborhood, and just a, a lot of support uh, for the brand and and what we want to bring to South Oceanside. It was packed, it, and that was the first crowd I had been in. I stayed on the outskirts to take pictures because <laughs> yeah. I was a little nervous still. It was my first time being around people in a long, long time, and it, it was great. And lots of people came in on bicycles, walking in with their dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just what you wanted, the neighborhood showing up. We uh, we were supposed to open at uh, what, 12 o'clock or noon, and I think by 10 minutes past 12, uh, you know, we had a line out the door all the way down the street, and it didn't stop till. <laughs> I think 7 p.m., I think, for maybe that 10 minutes, and then it picked back up again. Yeah. Uh, it was about it, an hour to two-hour wait just to yeah. get a beer. It was crazy. Yeah, it was It was definitely uh, – We. I think we were hoping for maybe uh, 200 people to show up for the day, and that would have been a really 
success story. I think at one stage there, it was like 1,500 to 2,000 wow. people throughout wow. the day. That's amazing. It was, we, we were quite lucky that we had three food vendors for the day as well. They all sold out. Yeah. And uh, we, we were lucky to have enough beer to get through the day just one day. <laughs> yeah. you, had, you had told us that. You're like, we don't know if anyone's coming. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we essentially put a banner out the front maybe for three or four weeks before just to say this is the day we're opening and had three food vendors and had a couple of local bar, garage bands, you know, just some dad bands play. And we had no real uh, expectation of what was going to happen. Just we hope some people would show up, you know, and they turned out, you know, so we we're and very that, fortunate. That seems to be happening regularly. Right. As I've come yeah. by and, yeah. and either visited or said, there's nowhere to park within a mile. Yeah. <laughs> that place is happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. We have 50, I think 50 uh, parking spots out yeah. in front of our place. And generally most weekends, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for sure, it's packed out. Yeah, so. it's great. Congratulations. Yeah, no, I, I like it. And you know what's really kind of cool? I, the last, I've been, so there's a bike shop that I go to that's just down from you guys a little bit. And so a lot of times just because of traffic or whatever else, I've been, you, know, you take side streets and stuff like that, and, it, and I'll see the name of the street, and I go, oh, that's one of their beers. So it's kind of cool to see. <laughs> I, really, I really actually have, have even more appreciation now for your guys' uh, kind of attention to that detail, to the culture of South Oceanside right. and, and the different names for the streets or the places. And I think some of the things we talked about even in that first interview, mm-hmm. I went by that, I went by one of the bars. And I went, oh, that's the bar they were talking about, you know, because yeah. I've been on some of the side streets now and some of the off streets. So it's still really cool. Is this your uh, veiled way of asking for another beer? Yes. <laughs> Yes. No, no, I just I, I just want to say I actually it's funny. I have a whole new appreciation for South Oceanside because of you guys. Um, you know, it's the places like I said, I've always driven by where else and maybe never really noticed. And right. now I'm like, oh, that's why they call it that. Oh, that's why that beer is that called that. So that's, yeah. that's cool. So I think, yeah, I think I think maybe in that first podcast, we did talk about that, that, yeah. you know, that's kind of where we want to come at with all of our, our names to promote the area, not just South Oceanside, but Oceanside, Oceanside in general. general. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I hope, we were hoping that um, the local community would get behind that and appreciate yeah. that. But not only that, people who are coming into town who've come to the brewery and ask us, oh, where is Graves House? Where is Fire Mountain? Where is St. Marlow? Right. Uh, these are the kinds of places which everyone who works at South Oak and talk about because they live in the community yeah. or if someone from our staff can't talk about it definitely the person standing next to them having a beer will right, be able to right. talk to them about it so yeah well i think it's cool and i think it's it is uh hopefully people do appreciate that and i think it's it is it seems somewhat unique uh to breweries um but or maybe it's just the fact that this is a brewery that i actually can identify a lot of those things maybe a lot of the breweries i'm not even aware of the fact that they've right. paid tributes to things within mm-hmm. their community um just because i'm not part of their community but because i you know we've grown up around here and stuff like that it, it's it's very cool so i i really appreciate it and hope everybody else appreciates it too it's also kind of funny because we haven't been able to name every street yeah. in oceanside and we have people coming in like oh when are you going to name a Whaley Street beer? Like, where's my Cassidy Street beer? Yeah. You got your list going on. So people on. are like coming and demanding yeah. we make a beer named after the street they live on. Everyone wants their own. That's well, funny. Pro- make a promise. Yeah. It's coming. You have to keep coming in to find yeah. it. Yeah. We just had it last week, and I think it's coming back in a week or two. So you just keep coming back. Definitely. Oh. Well, let's have a beer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What, do you want, what do you want us to try? I said we do the Vienna Lager, also known as Fire Mountain. Oh, new beer for me. Oh, yeah, this I one probably this wasn't one. out when you guys were uh, there last time. So, again, uh, very traditional uh, Austrian-German-style beer, Vienna Lager, uh, made with pretty much almost 100% Vienna malt. 
Uh, we add a little bit of black malt to Thank give it that you. reddish color. And it's just smooth. It's a little more malty than, say, like a Czech Pilsner or a, you know, a German lager, German Pilsner. It's kind of a smoother finish. We've got some Hollertau hops in there, a little bit of Saz hops. And just... Oh. You know, uh oh, I might. I, would, ha I have a dilemma coming. I will tell you this too. I dig the can art. That's a great. The, the can art on this one is fantastic. What a great shot. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's really cool. When our cans first came out, we had a lot of pink on the top of the cans, and we got rid of that. And we made each skew its own color. Yeah, no, that's cool. That way, people if they're going to the store or something, they say, "Oh, pick up the orange one." I don't know. Pick, I, I'm pick drawn to orange. One. I just I have that in a lot of stuff. I'm drawn to orange, even mm -hmm. like a shirt. If I'm in a like if I go to a brewery and they have an orange shirt, I'm like probably buying it. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why that is. <laughs> you look you look splendid in orange. Is that, maybe that's, that's what it is. <laughs> maybe I've challenging my inner construction worker or something. I don't, I don't know. know anyone else I can say that for. Really but, brings out your eyes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it does. <laughs> you wear oh, orange like Joe wears fishnet. That's very true. That's very true. Oh, this! Yeah. Gonna, back to this beer. This beer is phenomenal. Yeah, this is my dilemma because anytime anyone asks me about South Oak because oh, I wear my shirt and people ask, I tell them Saint Malo. Mm -hmm. That's my Shawshank beer. That that's. Yep. But no, yeah, I think there's going to be two because this, no, this, this being is a, a lager, yeah, yeah. this is exactly what beer should taste like. We've mm -hmm. actually put this in a few bars around town, and it started out selling Coors Light, which is. Two totally kind of different yeah. styles, but the people that were drinking Coors Light tried this beer, and now this is like all yeah. they want. Oh no, this is a phenomenal. This is as good a beer as you can have. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's like it's got everything. It's it, I mean, first of all, just even from the color, right? So when you look at it, it's it's got the, the color is fantastic. You know, it's got a little bit of the malt, there's a little biscuity in it, but mm -hmm. it's but it's super clean. Yep. Um, super balanced. No, this is. This I is now my new favorite. This yeah. is my new favorite. Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, cheers. I, Shawshank. 100%. So cheers on this one. I'll roll the tape. Yep. We cheers. sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. Wow. And Fire Fire Mountain. I know where Fire Mountain is. So it's like, a, it's, it's all, it's like the perfect, uh, perfect storm here. Definitely. All right, if you're listening, you got to go out have a St. Malo, get a and a Fire Mountain, Vienna Lager. Yeah. Have them side. Have yourself two Shawshank beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing I like about this one too, to me, it feels like uh, it, I mean, obviously, it'd be, it's a great beer just to have like in like. I always looking for a summer beer when it's warm, but I think this would be just like even if it's cold, mm -hmm. like just yeah. as Scott, it just has that feel yeah. like you could be sitting by a campfire or whatever and, oh, yeah. and drinking this yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. usually a beer, similar beer, and we had one a, a week or so ago. It'll have a little more coppery, yeah. and, it, and it tastes like this is a beer I should drink in autumn. Yeah, That's yeah. not what I get from this beer. This is just great beer anytime. Yeah. That's fantastic. Morning, afternoon, yeah. or night. Yeah. We definitely get uh, a lot of golfers and fishermen coming in, purchasing this beer, yeah. simply because in wintertime, it's malty enough to, yeah. Yeah. to drink around that time. Yeah. But if you're on the golf course during the day and it's a hot, blazing day, they, they don't want a Pilsner or a Coors Light or something. They can drink this with a little, little bit more flavor, but it's light enough. Yeah, it's no, light it's, enough. It's fantastic. So, hey, any any surprises, I guess, pleasant or otherwise, now that you guys have been up and running for a while? Any things that kind of shocked you a little bit? Or, are you you know, other than the fact that 2,000 people showed up when you were expecting 200? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's one of the surprises is we, we weren't sure, like, what, what the response was going to be. And it, it was kind of beyond what we could have imagined. So, uh, and just in terms of the community support. So that, that's been just a great, uh, a great feeling that we wanted the neighborhood to feel like this is their brewery. And, and I, 
I think that's happened. I think the other surprise for me personally is just hearing the stories uh, because the way we've uh, positioned, you know, with the names of the streets or the landmarks, uh, it seems like everyone has a story they want to tell about. It is inviting, oh, I, yeah, right? I knew right. somebody who lived on that street, and here's the story about it. Mm -hmm. um, we did an event. So the, the building we're in was a, a former beauty college, so we did an event to bring all the alumni of the beauty college back oh, uh, for, cool. for a night, yeah. and we had, we had a blonde uh, beer we named Beauty College Blonde. So that, that was a fun night that. just to hear about uh, people's stories about what that building was like. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're, we're kind of giving it a different uh, story now, but yeah. but that's always fun. I believe so, my cousin went to that beauty college. So yeah. I, I don't know if she was at that uh, event, but. I feel like every person I meet yes. knows, no, knows somebody who was there. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think that was the beauty college since like 1970. Yeah. So it's got a lot yeah. of rich history it's, and a lot of people have gone through those well, doors. A lot I of remember, hairstyles. Oh, I, I was saying, I remember feeling that way being in your brewery, the pictures you guys have up on the walls. Yeah. Just looking at those pictures as, as again, as someone who's, who's lived here for some time. I was just drawn to those, and I, I think you see that people have that sense of that that feeling, or they're looking for that sense of community, or um, you know, to, to kind of talk about, oh, you know, those are the the good time we're back within, or that kind yeah. of stuff. So that's really cool. I really really like the fact that you guys foster that, uh, you know, not only in your beer names, but in just the decor of your brewery and and your in your tap room. One of, one of your early concerns was you had been giving beer away during COVID for free. Yeah. To for, your neighbors for, for months yeah. to your oh, neighbors yeah, yeah, yeah. the same neighbors you're hoping would become patron paying patrons yeah. have you have they have your dearest friends made the transition from dear friends and neighbors to paying patrons uh, yeah. <laughs> and if they haven't yeah. then remember us kindly every time we come in because yeah. we can see you have no spine yeah <laughs> um, we do have a lot of our neighbors now because Joel and I are both neighbors they all they all come down and support us. They That's bring cool. their friends. Um, they have people from out of town. They'll always bring them down and be like, oh, this is our neighbors. We know the whole history of how this started. So mm -hmm. it's it's when you when you do see that, I don't know about you, Joel, but when I, I see that, I think Bob Joel will be the same as well. When you see that, it, it kind of rings home that maybe we did do the right thing in building this to bring the communities together and, and, and bring another part where people from outside can learn a little bit more about the area. So, yeah. My, uh, my mother-in-law, her favorite beer is the St. Malo uh, Pilsner. And she comes in and, and she's like, uh, my son-in-law is the head brewer. So what, <laughs> what kind of discount do right. I get? I need, I need the friends and family yeah, discount. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But she's, she's definitely willing to pay for the beer. Yeah, that's so that's, cool. that must mean she really likes it. There you go. <laughs> I'm opening up the St. Molo because I have to try it next to the Vienna Lager. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's go next. Uh, what's new and upcoming as far as beers? Obviously, you guys have come up with a bunch of beers since we were there. But, you know, anything new and something we should be looking out for uh, since we've seen you guys we came out with a new pale ale that we threw yarrow flowers into um kind of to pay homage to the old homebrew shop i used to work at which was down the street uh called hydra brew and the husband wife team that ran that shop the husband was the brewer and the wife was an herbalist so she was always trying to get us to throw in different kinds of herbs and flowers and i had this memory of making a beer with them probably over 10 years ago with these yarrow flowers and i always thought it was really tasty they actually live a couple blocks away and come in every monday and i was able to chat with them and me and the old owner from hydro brew lars gilman worked on this recipe together and they were totally fine with me using it and it's it's on tap there now and you can go in and try it 
Um, we've got a new session IPA or hoppy pale coming out here pretty soon with these Zamba hops. Uh, something we're doing with the SD Brewers Guild. That will be June 9th or June 10th that June weekend. 10th, yeah. And we'll be releasing that beer along with a pint glass from the SD Brewers Guild. So you can get a pint and a glass for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, what else? we got a new, uh, couple new seltzers that are really tasty. A black currant one and a watermelon hard seltzer. And... I think actually one of the other beers since you, we spoke to you guys was our Red Owl Station 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we launched, again, being one of the community aspects of our brewery is uh, Station 2 is actually a, a firehouse down on Cassidy Street uh, in South Oceanside there. And when we launched this beer, we, um, we called it well, obviously Station 2, but when we did it, uh, we invited uh, the Oceanside Firefighters uh, to come down and we did a bit of fundraising for the Oceanside Firefighter Fund. At the time, we had heard that uh, we, due to COVID, they weren't able to raise much money for their fund and they do a lot of community outreach with that fund to help you know victims of you know fires right. or whatnot. So um, when we launched this beer, we invited them all to come down. They brought down a vintage uh, fire truck that they do have at Station 2 cool. there on Cassidy Street. Uh, and then uh, two of the off-duty trucks as well, I think, came down as well. They made a good showing. That's they, great. They yeah. came with all yeah. their fire trucks. Yeah. And then even, like, there's a couple guys that still had to work that night. And they're like, we'll so back. throughout the whole week, firefighters just <laughs> That's had awesome. yeah. Yeah. Some of them had to work. Yeah, couldn't, yeah. Right. couldn't make it to the actual event. And they were all... They drank so much of that beer that night. <laughs> yeah. They went through like two kegs, which is like over 200 oh, that's pints. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's it was that we made shirts for them. And um, and it wasn't just, you know, firefighters that were in Oceanside Fire. It was people from Carlsbad. Right. It was people from Vista, Escondido. I think we even had people from downtown uh, San Diego yeah. was here. We also had a lot of... Um, uh, people in the community that they're ex-firefighters who were at Station 2 yeah. 20, suddenly, 30 oh, wow. years suddenly ago. Suddenly everybody's a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, everyone's a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, or everyone knows a firefighter or related to a yeah. firefighter. We actually even That's had a, awesome. I though. even had a gentleman in, come in the other day and he was talking about his father was a firefighter at Oceanside. He passed away a few years ago yeah. and he was looking through some of his boxes. He didn't want to look through them for quite some time and he found photos of him at Station 2 and he asked to even put a photo up in the brewery. So um, he's yet to bring that in. <laughs> but definitely, you know, again, you know, trying to provide a good beer that also the community can relate to. Yeah, no, to. that's great. And it's again, it goes back to that sense of community, which I think you guys have, have done a great job already. I mean, think about it, you know, and how in a short time you've already started to build that that sense of community and foster that. And I think that'll that's going to pay you guys back in the long run too because, you know, people – you know, have a lot of choices, but they're going to go, Hey, this is, this is my, my local, you know, brewery. Yeah. This is my local town. Every business work like that. I, so I, I, I don't know why it's in my community. Yeah. My community will invest in me yeah. and we'll, no. and we'll drink beer and eat good food and yeah. we'll yeah. laugh and sing. Yeah. <laughs> I envision a world. Imagine yeah. a world. Yeah. Where, and it would start with St. Malo. I, I'm, not, I'm not backing off. This is still, <laughs> this is a Shawshank. I, I beer. agree as well. And I, again, it was funny. We were highlighting. So we, we did a trip, uh, Earlier in, in April, we were up in Canada, and they were highlighting a, a brewery that they went to up in Canada because they just said had all these beers that were just so incredible. But I mean, those two last two beers, you know, are, are as good as any beer that you could have anywhere. 
I mean, so I mean, the fact that, that and like I said, that's kind of your guys' portfolio right now. It's yeah, you're pretty not supposed fantastic. to be able to do this till like yeah. three or four yeah, years you're in. To, you're yeah. supposed, to, you're yeah. supposed yeah. to have some growing, and yeah. uh, but no, it's it's great. It's it's like I said, I, I think if if people want to find a spot to to have just really well crafted beer, and, and like I said, with all the other stuff yeah. that comes along with it, you guys are doing great stuff. Thank you. I've been excited to get. South O beers at my Fraser Farms right around the corner, mm-hmm. and uh, our friend Travis Hudson from the Brewers Tap Room in Encinitas said he's got Buccaneer Brown on tap. So you're you're out. You don't have to go to the brewery to get it. Please come to the brewery to get it. But you can get it. Tell us about how distribution's going. Uh, right now we uh, we're just self distributing right now. Um, I think we're in about fifty locations across mostly North County. Uh, we are as far as uh, Pacific Beach. And uh, we are in Cumble Mountain, uh, Mira Mesa. We have a couple of counts there, mostly in you know along the coast and in North County right now. Uh, we just we partnered with someone from Escondido uh, just recently, so we're sort of moving east a little bit now. But to be honest, most of the um, uh, the restaurants and bars are we're getting into these days are just either references from other people or people hearing about us. You know, we we're not much on the hard sell right you know you know so well you don't need to if you got two thousand people showing up on your opening weekend (laughs) the word of mouth is working right now yeah it seems like the whole brewing and bar community is so like tight-knit just once someone likes your stuff and they just tell all their friends it's like this guy's wife works at this bar and that that wife's sister works at that bar and that guy's husband and all that stuff and it's just it's crazy how much it just kind of spreads and you just start getting calls and people want to put your stuff on yeah it starts with having good stuff though no that's yeah. honestly it starts with quality and, yeah, and, and you guys definitely have quality uh how about any summer plans for you guys whether it's uh for you personally or or for south o what are some things we should be looking forward to this summer i think it's too late to get that summer yeah, body yeah, already yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, oh we're getting the summer body right now by drinking the south o beer as talent as talent will tell you yeah Round, round is a shape. Yeah, yeah. round is we're, a shape. We're yeah. in shape. We're round in shape. shape. Round is a shape. That's what I always say. So, it can be or it can be a diet. Right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Any uh, anything you want to highlight? I know we kind of talked about doing some because uh, we have a nice big parking lot. We've talked about putting together some beer festivals throughout the year, but not really sure what we've decided. Do you know, Trevor? Do we have any ideas on the horizon? Um, we do. We. We've been talking, we, as we do have that big parking lot, we've been talking about doing maybe a possible North County Brewers Festival, whether it's this year or next year, we're not too sure, or block parties. Or, right. Um, we just, you know, we've had so much coming at us recently yeah. that we're just, <laughs> we, we have a lot of ideas about how we want to, we want to sort of utilize our space. So uh, I guess just keep posted onto our socials and right. you'll see you got a lot happen. of local garage band dad bands oh, up yeah. there. <laughs> since we've opened we've um we've had a uh the first couple months we were open we didn't really have any food and now we've got a food truck pretty much every day yep. and some of these food trucks are really dishing out some awesome stuff and it's that's really helping bring people out and you can get it depending on which day you're there can get a variety of different food and yeah. everything's been tasting really great and we've been working with uh, TLC, the Lab Collab, and there we've done a beer for them. Uh, we, we're doing some beers for some other restaurants, and we're working on some food pairing stuffs with their food trucks. So mm-hmm. Very cool. look forward to that. Um, we definitely started having some music recently on Sundays. 
Yeah, you know, DJ yeah. Night. We had who was the the girl that played recently? Uh, Traylon. Traylon. Yeah. Yeah. She's you, really awesome. Yeah, we've been having live music on Sundays. We generally try to get the musicians to play two weeks back to back, just in case you miss them the first week or you can see them the second week. Um, but moving into next month, we're going to have a, uh, a DJ. We had one one Sunday. He actually plays vinyl records. So he brings these big boxes of vinyl cool. records, plays a lot of 50s, 60s, 70s music, uh, which is really cool, all on vinyl. Um, so we're going to have him p- playing every Sunday in June, probably July as well, and move some of our live music uh, uh, bands or or two-piece, you know, uh, single artists on Saturdays. Nice. So you can check the website. Yeah. Instagram. In- mostly Instagram. Yeah. Your uh, social Facebook, media is great. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it is great. We try to keep everything updated. Um, we're still working on our website, trying to build that out right now for these kinds of things. But um, it's it's a lot easier to find us on social media and what we're doing on a day-to-day basis, just whether that's music uh, or um, our food food trucks coming in so or food vendors. Yeah, we just started doing uh, trivia on Tuesday nights, so we started that two weeks ago. Tuesday. So, Tuesday, that's a good one to know, because I've, I've kind of got my my trivia set up for the summer here, so okay. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to so build we, my calendar for trivia. So we yes. have that rolling, and then once a month, um, either Saturday or Sunday mornings, we're doing yoga and a, and a pint. Yeah. So, I could do the uh, pint part, but <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I can hold people's pints. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. And you were saying uh, the June 9th and 10th with the Beer Guild. Is that what? That, yeah. Yeah, the, right. I think it's the 10th and yeah. the 11th. 10th, that's even better because yeah. our school ends on the, the yeah. 9th, so 10th and 11th it's, works yeah. much better in my it's calendar, San Diego too. San Diego Beer Weekend is what right, they, yeah. they call it. All so. right. I know in the past, uh, SD Brewers Guild and the SD Beer Week was usually in November, but I think COVID messed all that right, stuff yeah. up. So they're kind of bringing it back as just a weekend in June, which, yeah, is that Friday, Saturday. Um, so any brewery that wanted to participate basically bought these Zamba hops and nice. then you can go from brewery to brewery and see what style what of they beer with made with it, Very what cool. they did with it. And so well, I'm excited. Our no, summer just keeps getting better well, and better. I, I yeah. said it's it's going to be, what, what they, we were talking about that the other day. That's the summer of whatever. I think it's going to be the summer of us, man. It's going to be so the summer of beer. Yeah. I'm declaring it right now. Yeah. Summer of beer this year. I'd, all I need is a block of cheese the size of a car battery. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. And all the great beer in North County. Summer of George or summer of beer. Here we go. Uh, we're about to wind things up, but you got to, people might be worried. What? A, no IPAs? They don't have any IPAs? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, our first three were definitely a little easier on the palate kind of a the people's beer you know anyone can drink it but now we're going to move into our graves house our west coast ipa uh it's 6.8 percent abv uh nice and hoppy and i think since the first time you guys had it i have tweaked the recipe just a little bit um before when you guys had it i was making it very approachable to even people that don't like ipas i still keep the bitterness a little more subdued. It's around 60 to 65 IBUs. Um, and I added an extra hop that wasn't in there before. So as of right now, it's Citra, Mosaic, and Cashmere. Wow, and that I think, all comes on I the nose. I think before, when you guys had it, there wasn't any Citra in there, and I added that. And it's just got kind of oh wow resinous, like berries, things like that. It almost has a, a sweetness in yeah, there that sneaks in there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. But again, still very approachable IPA, not, not a palate wrecker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely our best seller, like hands down. It's 
this beer is selling way faster than anything else we have. What what's Graves House? Explain that the name. So that's the um, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Top Gun. Yep. But in Oceanside, the original Top Gun house is there, which has now been relocated and renovated. And they turned it into like a pie shop. I think it's yeah, something like that. It's like a restaurant pie shop or something like that. I saw an article on it the other day because of the Top Gun 2 coming out. And so we made a special label just for that house. And we literally sold them 10 cases today nice. of their own special <laughs> yeah. label that has a picture of the Graves house, nice. which is the Top Gun house. So the guy who originally built the house, that was his right. last name. And right. the okay. originally Graves. was yeah. called the Graves That's house. Perfect. Yeah. So we we're trying to pay homage to the actual original name of the house, but everyone knows it as the Top Gun house. Well, great beer. Great name, too, by the yeah. way. That's, That's a fantastic name, but great, great beer. beers and the stories that go with them. Yeah. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tre- Trevor, Joel, Maury, South O Brewing and Oceanside, thank you for joining us in the studio. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Help us continue our podcast by visiting our website, I like beer, the podcast.com. Sign up for Buy Us a Coffee. Visit the ILB store. Links in our social media. We'd love to keep drinking and probably will. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five, or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N, beer round.